I'm just gonna start this because oh my god it's late welcome back to another episode of cryptic and unhinged I'm your host Mary Kate Willis also known as Mary Jane not Kate on TikTok I recorded an episode earlier and I realized I don't think I introed myself as that because Mary Jane not Kate has been deleted so MJ is making an appearance in the video tonight I have been packing all night and then I realized on my live that while I wanted to bring all my equipment home that I'd have to bring it all in a carry-on and get it all checked by like TSA. They would make me take it all out and like want to check it anything with like a circuit board. So I was like, you know what? I'm not going to put myself through that because I already have the cat that I'm bringing with me and they're going to make me take her out and I don't want to hold people up. I did pay for priority, but yeah, that's not even what this episode is about. I was going to make this episode when I was home or possibly like, I don't know, I was going to film a lot when I was home. So it's kind of unfortunate that I'm not going to bring this stuff with me. My management was like, you're going to regret that. And I was like, I know, but I would probably regret it more if I was holding up an entire security line. So it's currently 1.30 in the morning. I still have to fake an emotional support animal note and go get it printed out at Staples tomorrow because... Well, I'm not going to fake an emotional support animal. I'm just going to get my therapist to sign off on a letter. And if she doesn't sign off on it, I will because I don't want them to press me at the airport. I just, I cannot deal. I'm so tired already. I'm just like worried I'm not going to wake up tomorrow. But I took a long nap yesterday. Also, I figured out how to use the viewfinder on my camera and there's a little spot on the lens. So if that comes out to be something in the video, thank God I have a warranty. No one freak out. We'll get it fixed. I'm not worried about it. I did buy a used camera, so that could be my fault. Anyways, today I want to talk about the 2022 year. But before I get into it, make sure that you're following all my socials because my TikTok is banned. So I have my backups, the blonde girl. It has like a zero and a one in the username. It'll come up if you look up the blonde girl. I swear to God, it's a picture of me. And then I also have MaryKate.Willis. And then my Instagram is MaryKate.Willis. My Snapchat's MaryJane.Kate. Yeah, stay posted. Hopefully we'll get the account back. That's like my goal. Because this isn't my first rodeo, but it looks like someone like mass reported me. Which I feel like we should talk about TikTok guidelines and stuff in another episode. I'm like too brain dead to even like tell the story one more time. I took also a couple bowls before this and I feel like I'm extra faded. Like I don't know if you guys feel like this, but... When I smoke later at night and I've already had such a long day, it makes me feel like even more tired. Anyways, let's get into like 2022 because I want to do like a recap, like reflect video because this whole year for me really has been like the overarching theme has been like self-work. I'm also having an allergy attack right now because the cat and I've like almost finished packing. I was going to shower tonight. We'll see if that happens. If I'm going to have a busy morning tomorrow and I want to get coffee, like maybe... Maybe I just don't sleep. Like, what? what is the answer? Anyways, 2022 has been a fucking year. And every year I feel like I say it's going to get it's gonna get better. It's going to get better. It never does. It never does. It just sometimes gets worse. But maybe we'll just keep saying it until it happens. Like, keep manifesting into existence that maybe 2023 will be my year. And I am really bad at setting goals. But last year, at the beginning of the year, I kind of did a vision board for a TikTok sort of deal. And it was like, kind of into the new year already, but I was going through a really rough time. Like if I backtrack to the beginning of this year, I was going through a breakup, fighting with my whole family, pretty much in the peak of my ED. And I had like no friends. I was very much self-isolating. I like was not hanging out with my friend group. I didn't go out. 
I would just like drink at home. It was miserable. So I want to kind of reflect on like the good, the bad, the ugly, and all that's kind of gone down this year because there's been a lot. But this is like just a brief overview, but also not brief because it's a podcast. It's supposed to be kind of fucking long. But yeah, we're just going to talk about like everything. I feel like brain dead, you guys. I don't like YouTubers probably stay up and do this all the time. I wonder why they're mentally ill. Okay. Accomplishments. I had to write down all of this, by the way, in a notebook. I tried to make it fun, but I'm still exhausted. Also, if you hear fuck it around in the background, MJ's doing God knows what now. I don't know what's happening ever. Okay. Accomplishments. First of all, TikTok started posting like all the time, which is crazy. Like looking back on it, I guess now, because it feels like it's been way longer than a year that I've been at this. And to kind of build the community that I have, I was kind of talking about imposter syndrome last episode that I filmed. It was like my advice one. And I think I like failed to realize how far that we've come all together. Some of you have been here or at least been watching my videos since before I even like started posting regularly back to like the videos where I just stitch a bunch of Snapchat memories together, call it a day. And now it's like, I've changed. I feel like niches so many times. Like, where do we stand now with it? I'm not even sure. It's kind of crazy to like look back and reflect on that. And like, even where I started, like, I remember when I first started my like whole meeting and like had a meeting with management and talked about it. I just like was kind of in disbelief that I was even getting that sort of recognition to begin with because kids at my school were TikTok famous, but most of them only had management like over a couple hundred thousand followers. So I don't know. I just feel like it was definitely shocking for me personally to even have that opportunity presented to me. I didn't think it would ever happen. And people always told me growing up, like growing up, I'm like old. When I was graduating high school, that's when TikTok first came out, 2019. And I only like used it to watch other people's. I didn't even read the comments when I first started watching TikTok because I didn't know. My little sister had to tell me to do it. My little sister also taught me how to use it. And then my roommate freshman year, I think I've told this story, was like TikTok famous and that's she was the blueprint. And that's how I like kind of knew what to do when I started posting my own. And I started posting during quarantine and built a following from there. And now look at where we are. Like I've probably gained... 200,000 followers if Mary Jane, not Kate, were still alive in the last year alone. My like whole life, I feel like, has been changed. And I like, thank you. You know, I didn't think that this would ever happen for me. I always thought I'd be behind the camera, not in front of it, as I'm literally sitting in front of a camera, as I live and fucking breathe. Actually, too, my laptop is recording me right now, too. Wow, I look shot. I look stoned, too. The next thing is obviously podcast. Wow. I actually made one for school. I want to say two years ago and I just did it on my fucking phone. I did not know what I was doing and I was so bad at it. My teacher was so disappointed that I didn't like post more because he expected me to have a lot since I had a following on TikTok. And I did still have the most listens that he's ever had in class, but it was definitely poorly done. Like really poor. I edited that shit on iMovie. I definitely wasn't supposed to. Yeah, a lot of problems there. So I never thought I'd like have a fucking microphone. Like 
I'm sitting with a ring light. It's not a good one. I need to get a better light. That will happen. I keep breaking them too. Just not good. And then like a really expensive camera. This bitch was expensive with the fucking lens and a tripod and my Mac and whatever the fuck this thing is that I had to plug everything into. Mixmaster, whatever the fuck. I never thought that'd be me. But here we are. God, I'm so congested right now. Like, how is this? I need to keep going. Power through. But I also like, I think about the name all the time. Like, I kind of wish I tried a little bit harder. I think I kind of just settled. We could have gotten creative with it. I love a one-liner too. A fucking migraine. What, like, why do I have to have my period when all this is happening too? I think it's making everything so much more stressful. The next thing, therapy. I feel like I've made such big strides in therapy in this year alone, just like in terms of gaining awareness and actually working towards a solution. Like I think I've always been self-aware and really emotionally intelligent, but I don't think that I've like always been willing to change or willing to look deeper as to like why it happened. And I talked about reparenting last episode too. That was really cool. I've learned to do like a lot through that as well, which I'll kind of get into. But I definitely feel like this year was the year for growth with therapy, just with a lot of other elements combined. And like, you know, you can go to therapy and you can go talk about your problems. And it's like, are you going to implement what your therapist is telling you into your daily life? Or are you just going to use that as like your weekly event session? And I think for a long time, I used it as my weekly event session and just didn't ever take the knowledge I was learning from it and actually use it in my interactions. And as I've gotten older, I think I've learned to like multitask in that sense and like do it. My cat is like stalking me viciously right now. What? Are you stalking me? She's in a silly mood. This is her silly hour. She's like not used to me being up this late either. So I think she's, what are you doing? You little weirdo. Anyways. Hi. She wants to be on the podcast. She knows, I think she's gaining awareness of her fame. I swear to God, because she always wants to be on camera now. So yeah, therapy, really good. I think that that's been something that's kind of groundbreaking for me, even though I've always been in therapy since I was younger. And now it's like, I'm at a point where if it wasn't helping me, I probably would have stopped. You know, I have taken breaks over the years. Over the years gone seven years ago. I feel like I've eaten so much today. Like my tummy, I feel so bloated. Okay. Also another accomplishment. (laughs) I'm like not okay right now. First tea break. That was a big deal. That was my first tea break. And probably like, I don't know, when did I start smoking habitually? Like I want to say junior year of high school, junior, senior, freshman, sophomore, junior year, five years, maybe four years. I know it was long. That's how I also gained a lot of followers on TikTok. I know a lot of you are from the tea break era and it was a good 72 hours, you know, 72 hours of clarity, 72 hours of trying to keep busy as possible, 72 hours of getting drunk as fuck because when you swap one dependency, you usually find, well, when you drop a dependency, you usually swap it for another. That's what I should have phrased that as. Again, brain melted, broken. I packed two bags and I feel like just not real. And now MJ's pulling her toys that I packed out of the bag. Classic. So yeah, first tea break was probably a huge deal. Honestly, I didn't commend myself enough for that one either because 
I don't think I ever thought that was possible. I kind of had a camp mindset about that of like, oh my God, I just, I can't do that. And I did. It wasn't even that hard. It only got hard towards like the last day. And I think it was because I knew that I had only agreed to like 72 hours. So my brain was like, yeah, let's, let's give up that. And like smoking after you quit for a little bit for the first time. And when you try to like get crossfaded, you get so crossfaded. Like I greened out. I almost threw up in these frat guys' bushes. What the fuck? Definitely recommend taking a tea break though. If you feel like you're smoking way, 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 way too much. And you feel like you're just not getting baked anymore because it helped reset my shit so hard. Like I was putting wax on top of my bowls, like literal wax. Another accomplishment that I had was finishing my first journal. I've never finished a journal before. I also talked... This is a lot of repetition from last episode, but I feel like it's kind of similar themes of like advice that I could give you guys that I learned this year. So this is just like more me telling like the origin story. But yeah, finished my first journal. Took me three years. I started it sophomore year, but it got done. It Maybe it was junior year I finished it, like second semester. But I started it first semester of my sophomore year. So a full year, a little over a year, almost two years. It's crazy. And then in the beginning of the journal, it asked you how well, how well you think you knew yourself. And I like didn't know that. And it asked you the same question at the end. So when I went to go reread the entries, which was crazy, like so weird. Now I know why people journal. I don't, I did not remember half of it. I had rated myself a six when I started the journal and then an eight at the end. So that's pretty cool. I felt good about that. And I'm hopefully going to continue to journal more, but I want to learn to like incorporate my art into it somehow. And I've seen a lot of cool examples of that on TikTok. So hopefully get a little creative with it, which we'll get into that as well. Another thing I'm really grateful for is my Instagram growth. And that sounds kind of corny. Corey? Corey in the house. I need to watch that on the plane tomorrow. Yeah. My Instagram growth was kind of a huge deal for me because it's so fucking hard to do. Like, uh uh-oh. I just got a weird Snapchat. What a weird... You guys, slight derail. Slight derail, but this might even also be an accomplishment of my 2022. I, in the last month alone, have had like six guys that I used to talk to hit me up again. I don't know what power I possess. Something. Something crazy. And I was just talking about this one the other day. That is so odd. And so strange. I don't know. Just the timing of it all. Anyways, like why all this month? What's going on? I feel like it's also as much as it gets like cuffing season in the winter, it becomes breakup season. And that's why that's happening. I'm definitely, I feel like I'm the backup option. And I'm projecting not doing that anymore for 2023. Like I'm just dodging. I'm done. I also am projecting celibacy for 2023. That would be good. Okay. Anyways, Instagram growth. Yeah. Super hard to grow your platform on Instagram. And I've not ever really been good at not only like creating an aesthetic feed on Instagram, which is what the algorithm favors and what I guess people like to see, but I'm bad at promoting it. Like The only way that I know how to promote my Instagram is by basically like driving from TikTok is to post my recent posts and just be like, oh my God, look look at these pics I took. And thank you guys for always supporting those because I know that you know exactly what I'm doing. Like I'm not trying to hide that. That is, that is me solely trying to get my Instagram following up because that 
well, for whatever reason, like my podcast like gets a lot more outreach on Instagram. I feel like it's easier for you guys to keep up because I'm not posting as much on there. Whereas like TikTok, you have to post so many times a day to get boosted in the algorithm. So it's almost like easier to just be relevant in that situation or like have your relevancy. God, I have a stomach ache. What's going on? I put some like CBD oil on. Oh, I need like a heating pad. Anyways, and to get back on birth control, I just, I need to see my doctor when I'm home. I need to see a dentist when I'm home. I need help. Anyways, that's what my mom's for. I love making her do things for me that I get too anxious to do. That is so fucking funny that I'm talking about that right now because ironically, the next point was becoming more independent. That's so fucked up. What a horrible follow-up or a horrible, like, I guess, build up to that question or statement. Yeah, I do feel like in a lot of ways, though, I've not let my anxiety overcome me and I've gotten a lot better about doing things by myself like without the fear or the overthinking behind it. Like sometimes I get really weird about just simply running an errand. And now it's just like, I do what I need to do when I need to do it. And that's just that. There's no if ands, or buts behind it. And like even going to the grocery store used to make me choke up. Still kind of does. But like depending on the day or if I've seshed beforehand. So I, I just like to go like after school or after work or something because then... I'm not really thinking about it. That and like you can just order groceries. So easy. It's not even like expensive. Pro tip. That's like my college life hack. I always have ordered groceries. That and if you know anyone off campus to do your laundry or like go do your laundry somewhere else, recommend it so you don't get your shit stolen. Life hack. I did it at my sister's boyfriend's house because he had two washers and two dryers. It was so fucking convenient. Like I would just build up a bunch of fucking laundry and like once every two weeks would just do all of it. Okay, anyways. Another thing, last accomplishment that I've written down was gaining confidence. And that was a lot, again, a central theme to last episode. But I feel like just in the way that I carry myself now and the way that I've become really comfortable with myself, like it just gets easier each year to give less of a fuck about what other people think about me. And people always used to tell me that growing up, like, oh, it's just something like as you get older and you like look at your parents and you're like, They're just so, I don't know if it's just mine. My mom can be such a Karen sometimes. Like she just has a little bit of little to no social awareness, actually. It's the nurse in her. My cat's in my backpack right now. What do I do? Anyways, so now I'm going to go into like the highs and lows of the year. Now that we've gotten through the accomplishments and the gaining confidence, MJ's helped with the gaining confidence and the independence too. I'm like a mom now, you know, like I've got my own kid to take care of. If I won't do it for me, at least I'll do it for her. One of my highs of the year was getting a cat. She's in her like terrible twos age. I don't like, I think cats age pretty rapidly the first couple years. I believe that's how that works. And she's feral as fuck for sure. I mean, she's not. She's She was a civilized cat born in a litter. But yeah, definitely a high. I think I needed her more than I could ever really admit I was going through it like emotionally and getting MJ has been a definite high of the year. I don't regret it at all. An expensive high, but it's a high. Like the veterinary bills are not, it's not even remotely funny at all. It's actually really sad. Like I cannot afford that. 
if you buy a cat on Craigslist, I guess, like, I, it's not even my first cat I've gotten from Craigslist. And all the other ones were fucking normal. Okay, so another thing that I feel like was another, like, just high was traveling a lot. I feel like I went a lot. And even though it was within the area, I felt like I was doing a lot more traveling than I normally do. I went to Vegas, Arizona, Catalina Island. I went home a lot and stayed home for a little bit. We'll just keep talking now that I've got her at a position where she's going to chill the fuck out. Yeah. Where else did I go? I don't know. Why can't I like not, why can't I like not think right now? Because I'm fucking exhausted and it's literally two in the morning. Home a lot. I didn't go to like, I normally travel a lot over the East Coast. I didn't even go to New York this summer, but I felt like I, oh, I did go to New York very briefly, but I went for a wedding. Where else did I go? I went to San Francisco for the first time. I don't even know where else I went. There just was a lot of places. Joshua Tree, I camped for the first time ever. Like I've been like kind of glamping in cabins, which I don't even consider. Like if you're not in a tent, it's not real camping, you know? And I just like have never been. So that was my first time. And we all kind of did a little rave situation, which was really cool. I had a lot of firsts this year, which was, it was sick. Honestly, a lot of fun, a lot of fun, a lot of mischief, a lot of just like money spent too as well. Another thing that was really cool is I got to reconnect with a lot of friends, especially back home. That's why like I ended up staying there for so long was because I reconnected with one of my best friends from like, I would say like childhood because we were still young when we first met. You were both young when I first saw you. Been listening to a lot of Taylor Swift lately. Not going to lie. That's Molly's fault, my little sister. She's a big Swifty. And she put me onto it when I was back home and made me remember all these songs that I used to listen to when I was like 12, probably even younger. So yeah, I got to reconnect with my old friends from home. And then when I went to the bars for Thanksgiving, that was like my first like time out in the area in like years. So that was really cool. And I got to see a bunch of people that I haven't seen since I had graduated high school. I enjoyed that. It was very like heartwarming and everyone still thinks very highly of each other. And that's like kind of nice about the East Coast is like they don't expect you to keep in constant contact. Like everyone's still going to be friendly. So, and I got gassed a lot. Like just everyone was stroking my ego. So that felt great. That was a high. Talk again, like just creating this community has made me feel so much less alone. And I feel like that also contributes to like the gaining confidence aspect, like, and wanting to understand myself more and all this self-awareness surrounding like therapy and stuff like that. So that's been really cool. And to get to share that like self-growth journey with you guys has been really fun and a way to like kind of have a video diary. Like sometimes I feel like good luck, Charlie. And a little bit like iCarly. I made a video about that. I was watching that last night, like all my old TikToks. Side note, I was literally getting so fucked up this summer. I was recording the same videos sometimes over and over again and no one would say anything. So I also appreciate you guys for that. Or you guys are just as fried as I fucking am and didn't notice. I'm like fed up with her. 30 minutes, you can sit here and be a normal fucking cat. Please, please. She's like trying to knock over the whole plant and I just don't have the patience to vacuum up everything right now. Like that's just going to annoy me. I need to also renew my renew. 
refresh my white noise. I mean, we still have 40 minutes. So another thing was that I got to celebrate my birthday and had a really fun birthday this year. I had a really weird theme, pimps versus hoes. It was like a thing that my friends used to say, like growing up in high school. And I thought it was funny to do, I don't know, that as a theme. And it was very interesting. I got very fucked up and had honestly a great time. My parents chipped in for a party bus and I went with all my friends. Not friends with like five people that went to my birthday party anymore, which is kind of fucked when you think about it. Could have gave those bus spots away to someone who would have like pumped up the jam a little bit harder. They were kind of dud spuds too. So like good fucking riddance. What's another thing? I also got closer with Kat and like all my other friends. Like I feel like Kat and I have grown a lot in our friendship this year. Like got a lot, a lot closer. Like we've always been friends, but I feel like now we're very close. Among like all my other friends too, like I feel like was relationship hopping for so long that I neglected my female friendships. And I wasn't even close with a lot of the girls in my friend group. Like there were the people that I had met my freshman year and then I just left it at that. Like no further expansion, no further comment nothing really necessary in that sense. Yeah, it was you. Do you hear that? It was like a little gremlin noise. You are in trouble, Missy. You stay right here else I'm putting your collar back on. Just scratch the fuck out of me. She's been scratching me. I wake up every day and she's wrapped around. Like she's in this weird teething stays, stays, stage where she just loves to bite everything. And bitch got three teeth. Like you think it wouldn't hurt? She like has pierced my skin. My whole arms are just covered in scratches. I look like I have a fucking problem. And it's her fault. (sighs) It's like having a fucking child. So anyways, yeah, I kind of like had the opportunity to get closer with them and invest a lot of my time that I was investing into men, into my friendships, which was way more rewarding than any of the fucking end of the road relationships I had chosen to entertain knowing that they wouldn't last, even though your female friendships are the ones that last. So that's like also really good college advice advice is to just like, remember, be very conscious of who's going to be there at the end of the day, like who's going to show up for you. And they really did like during my breakup too, a lot of them really just stopped everything and came and got fucked up for the day or made food or brought alcohol or something. Just company. It was really nice. Just checked on me. I appreciate it. Then another thing, another high was gaining weight, which was sick because I haven't been able to gain weight since God, like high school. I gained weight when I first actually moved out here for freshman year, like freshman 15, except for it was like freshman 10. And then quarantine happened and I just got like really sick mentally. And I don't think I ever fully recovered until this year. And I think I've just been starting to feel the effects and like finally acknowledge the feelings that came with it. And it's been dreadful and exhausting, but it's been very freeing in that way. What's another thing? I've been learning to meditate too, which has been sick. Like I have never been good at meditating, but now that like I've gotten older... I've just been getting progressively louder and my poor roommate's like asleep. I did text her that I had to film another episode. She was like, it's okay. I can't hear anything in my room. She might be able to hear this. I was just speaking so loud, so aware. Chloe, if you're watching this, 
Sorry. So yeah, learning to meditate is sick and learning to do guided meditations is really cool. Like that's what's been helpful. I can't just like sit there and clear my mind, you know? I used to find guided meditations kind of distracting. Like I don't really fuck with ASMR and stuff like that. Like now she's asleep. Like literally a baby just wants to be touched at all times. So now that I've like gotten older and gotten more mature and just like taken the actual time to like put it into perspective. If you're also like creative and imaginative and like growing up, you had a really good imagination. You can really get into guided meditation. It's sick. So that's been really just like a great high and it's good for me. And I'm not really great at doing things that are good for me. I've also been like making my own money, which has been really cool because I've always been in minimum wage jobs where I get money, but you guys know, like I smoke so much weed. I have crippling nicotine addiction and I live in Southern California. Like the cost of living is so high. It just ends up like I spend it so quick. And so now that I'm making my own money, I've actually like had a savings for the first time in my life. And that's been crazy. Like I have had money that I'm not actively not touching. So that's been really honestly makes me feel good. It makes me feel like I have something to fall back on, which I've never had before. Like money burns a hole in my pocket, which was actually one of my lows. Like I put spending problem down because this year alone, like thousands of dollars. I'm not even gonna lie. I don't want to know. If I calculated how much money I'd spent from January to now, it probably would be a horrific number. Ignorance is bliss. I swear to God. I've also like another low was having to take a drinking break. Like not even because I necessarily felt like I wanted to be healthier, but because, I mean, it was that ultimately, but it was also because I had let it get so bad that like I had been staying in therapy for weeks leading up to like my missing persons incident where like the cops got called on me. I was fine. I just didn't have a phone and worried a lot of people around me, but like understandably so. However, I just knew like leading up to it that that was becoming an issue and had voiced that like several times. And rather than actually taking the steps to work on it, just let it snowball until something bad happened and kept putting myself in like risky situations, which was shitty. And then kind of going into that was like, I realized I'm not ready to date. I kept thinking I was ready to, but every guy that I try to hang out with or actually end up being interested in is like even worse than the one before. So I just think I still need some time by myself, hence the whole celibacy jokes as of recent. And I'm getting like slut shamed a lot, which is, (laughs) it's making me feel so disgusting. Like I'm trying to not let a lot of the hate comments get to me, but people get so annoyed by the fact that I talk about my sneaky links. Like I had someone from home tell me I'm vile the other day. And I was like, only I can say that I'm vile. And then you can say something I said is vile, but you cannot call me vile. You know, like that's not, who the fuck are you? I haven't spoken to you since we were both in high school together and the kids younger than me. Fuck right off. Another thing, breakup was kind of bad, but it was also kind of a high. Like I, I literally wrote that and I was, I kind of put an arrow to the high section because while it was just like, you know, no one likes to go through a breakup. It was actually like the most clean break I've had in a really long time. Like not messy, didn't continue after. And I mean, it was a little messy. It was kind of a messy, it got worse over time. But on his end, I asked for no communication and I got it. And that was like the best gift I could have been given that. And like, again, it 
strengthened my female friendships and strengthened my relationship with myself and allowed me to look inward. And then I realized, oh, that was relationship hopping. Like now I have to process all the other ones before. So it kind of forced me to not only like grieve that loss, but all the ones before it, which was gnarly. That's why I feel like it was just so much worse. It wasn't even necessarily that I was that upset because quite honestly, it would have ended anyway, even if I wasn't the one doing it. Like it just, it was inevitable. If you saw my search history at the time, you probably would understand why, but I'm not about to air that out. Then also I got put on meds. That was not good. That was not good. And then I didn't write this, but this should also be included because this is the reason why I got put on meds, but it's because I had a sugar daddy and then I almost met up with him. And then I realized like I cannot do that because once I realize how easy it is, I'm never going to stop. And, you know, have you ever heard like the saying that like when people start making like illegal money, like they just never want to make like real people money ever again. Yeah. I didn't want to like fall into that habit or that pattern. And I told my therapist, she didn't know that I had one. My mom knew. It's all my mom. My mom was a little disgusted by it, but I was like, you know what? I grew up where my dad was a sugar daddy and I found out at 18, it would make sense for me to have a sugar daddy. If anything, this is just like what's meant to be will be karma. Some things come full circle. If you guys aren't going to pay for my college, my own dad's not going to pay for my college. Someone's dad's gotta, you know, God, I hope that was funny and not like crude. I hope you guys know I'm like joking when I say shit like that, but I wasn't joking about having a sugar daddy. I really did. I never met up with him either. It's kind of a finesse. And he found me very easy. So that was like it for the lows. The meds wasn't even bad. I I went off those pretty quick. I don't even feel like I really need the medication. Like sometimes I feel like I do. Sometimes I don't. Depends on the day. And then now we'll just kind of like go into mental health up and up and downs, ups and downs, roses and thorns through the year. We'll start with the ups again. But one of the ups I wrote down was learning the importance of self-care, which I think I forgot about. I used to be super into self-care and I've always known that that's that's like the thing, the cure-all to like getting me out of a rut is like getting myself to start taking care of myself again and like taking intimate care of myself. Like, you know, not just like washing my face and brushing my teeth. Like I need to do a face mask, clean my room, shower, cut my toenails, paint my toenails, like do my hair, do a little like serum treatments, like ice roll my face, all the good stuff. Like a big self-care day always makes me feel so much better. And then another like, oh, fake tan too, by the way. That's my favorite form of self-care, obviously. I'm an orange ass bitch. Another up I had was like gaining the self-awareness surrounding my mental health. And I think I've been able to understand my triggers a lot better and understand like myself in a way. I also wrote getting to know myself, like kind of just understanding the way that I work. And that's always been like a goal that I wanted out of therapy was to sort of get why I react the way that I do because I know it's irrational deep down, but at the same time, it still happens. Like I feel like I can't control it. It's almost like second nature, which like therapy pretty much it answered that question for me. Another one I wrote down was setting better boundaries because while I don't always follow through on them, I do know what's right and what's wrong. And I try to do the right thing for myself and for those around me, but ultimately myself, because I feel like for a long time, I prioritized other people over me 
and other people and what they wanted and like their happiness over my own. So yeah, that was, I feel like a a pro of my mental health discovery this year was kind of getting a little less doormatty. I think I still let people walk all over me in some ways, specifically men. I definitely let men treat me like shit, but yeah, not good. Another thing was picking my battles, which kind of goes with get like getting better boundaries. I think that you can always stand up for yourself and you should never let anyone make you feel bad about standing up for yourself or voicing like when you see something that you don't like, as long as it's not like extremely aggressive or like abrasive, which Hey, fuck it. Even I do that sometimes. Like no one's perfect, but that's definitely something I still need to work on actively as well. But I think I've gotten better about it. Like that and kind of goes with the self-awareness too, like and understanding my triggers and myself where I'm starting to realize where I'm overreacting or where some things don't need a reaction and just like a, are you okay? Type vibe. Like you're allowed to check people always, but it doesn't need like a big blow up and make everything a big deal. Although some things are fun to do that with, it's just not always necessary, you know, and it's not always going to like help the situation in any way. Sometimes you have to let people figure things out for your, like themselves. And I feel like that's the problem with having sort of a healer complex is you just want to make everything better and make everyone like super hyper aware of their wrongdoings, just like you're aware of yours. That's just not the way the world works. I've known that from a young age. It's just, I haven't accepted it until you know, this year, which I'm kind of proud that I just learned to swallow that hard pill. Sometimes it just has to be done. And then for downs, like of the year, the mental health downs instead of the ups, body dysmorphia was a huge problem with the getting over the ED and starting to gain weight. I don't know what I'm supposed to look like. And I think I've been really hard on myself when I've barely gained any weight at all, but I've gained weight and been able to keep it on, which was an accomplishment, but also a downside because it just made me look at myself different, you know? And I think it's hard to get over that like derealization aspect of it, which kind of goes into my next point of brain fog. I feel like I've been referring a lot to sim mode and I feel like I'm in sim mode and I've been in sim mode, but that's literally a form of disassociation. And it was something that I realized I had when I was even younger, like in my senior year, I check out like a lot. Like I just don't like to be present. And a lot of people think it's rude because I do it in a sense where like I start talking about me and then if people start talking about themselves, I tune them out. But it's really because I talked about myself so much because I feel awkward and I don't know what to say. And then when you start talking about yourself, I'm like literally starting to derealize. Like it's not me ignoring. Sometimes it's me ignoring the person, but never like intentionally, you know, let's see. Another thing that I've dealt with a lot this year was like panic attacks. I've had really bad panic attacks and it's hard in the moment to like breathe and stop them. I did like the five senses thing, like where you count down from five and all the things you can see, touch, taste, smell. And that helps like in crowded environments. And when I'm greening out, specifically greening out at a party, that's a great method. Anything else? Not really. Like, I don't think that that's worked in a setting where I'm just sitting in my room freaking out over nothing. And I know that it's nothing, but it feels like everything in that moment. I think it's hard to like slow down your heartbeat, take a deep breath and realize like, is this really going to be a big deal or can I solve this like little by little? 
It's never easy. It never feels easy in the moment specifically. Like that's my problem is just like, I'm so emotionally reactive. And that's another goal of therapy is I want to learn how to conquer that. I think I've also been dealing with this year, like on the downside of all the mental health stuff. Like I wouldn't even say like necessarily depression, but I think it's depression resulting from like low self-esteem. I don't think I have like chronic depression. I think it's something that comes from other things in my life that are left unaddressed, like anxiety or the low self-esteem or the like insecurity. But I think there's been a lot of instances where I've been knocked down a bit this year. And instead of giving myself like the chance to feel empowered and like get better, I just like use it as an excuse to get worse, which is my pet peeve. I hate when other people do that, but of course I do it and I can make excuses for it, you know? And yeah, like the low self-esteem and the just depression, disassociation all kind of leads to like me wanting to feel something, which leads to the engaging in risky behaviors. And that's where the whole drinking break comes into play. So, and that kind of goes hand in hand with like the numbing aspect that I want to feel something aspect, you know? So that's fucking unfortunate and unfortunate that I had to realize that until it got really bad or I couldn't realize that on my own. And then lastly, I just wrote down like, a few goals for 2023 because I think that's super important. Like to just talk about, I don't know, milestones I'm trying to hit because with the whole like law of attraction and manifestation, which is something I've been into for a few years now, I just find it so helpful to speak it into existence and like make it known and, you know, manifest your own reality. And you really can if you try hard enough. So these are just a few things I feel like are important goals. I want to smoke and drink less. Like, I don't want to feel like I have to get fucked up all the time and have to be just like constantly in this state of whenever I feel inconvenienced or like a little bit angry that I just want to get destroyed. Because, like, who is that really helping? Like, is that productive at all? No. Does it make me feel better? No. Maybe momentarily, but never the next day. It's a way to like momentarily get rid of the shame, but in the process of getting rid of that shame, you create more shame. And then again, said snowball effect takes in a place. Smoking, not so much, but I know it's starting to affect my health. Like I can hear it and I feel it in my like throat. I feel it in my lungs. I just really want to stop the chops for the most part. I have like a wheezy laugh. I sound like this pastor that I had growing up, like in between like sentences, he'd be like, (gasps) and that's what I feel like. And you can hear it, especially when I'm laughing. And I already have asthma. I used to be a long distance runner. Like I fucked myself with all of that. Another goal that I have for... 2023 is like getting a big girl job. Like I really want to, I don't know, break into the sphere of like actually, I don't know, getting a job that's like high paying and not just something minimum wage. Like I've done internships before, but I've never like had a big girl job and everyone's starting to apply for stuff. And it's making me nervous because I always kind of banked on TikTok and social media being my thing. But if I want to live out here in Southern California, I'm going to have to work a lot to afford it because my parents are not paying for anything next year. My loans cover my rent, but they pay for my rent in the summer because I don't know. It's just like a lot. It's a big expense with the whole, I don't know, just like this entire location is just like difficult. It's expensive. Cost of living is high and compared to the cost of living you really don't get paid that much minimum wage. Like it's just not livable. Another goal of mine is to have the podcast take off. Like I'm super stoked for that. I think that with the right amount of like dedication and just like grind that it will get done. But 
it's all just a waiting game, you know, and just like how much I put into it. I mean, I'm up right now at fucking two in the morning recording this. So I hope you guys just understand that I'm doing the absolute best that I can. Like I literally have a flight to catch in 12 hours and I'm up right now. I feel like that's important. I'm definitely going to start like driving this home more and like promoting it more or as much as I can. Not that I don't have my TikTok. I feel like it, it might be a bit difficult, but it's all a learning curve. We'll get there together. And I just like hope it's a way that I can connect with you guys more because I feel like there's so many limitations specifically with TikTok as an app and all the community guidelines and the violations and the bans. Is it even worth it to go through that mental anguish? Like I just can't touch my account for the next month. That is miserable. That sucks. Like I don't want to, it hangs in the back of my mind, you know, like my subconscious. And it ultimately is my fault that I lost the account because I was like antagonizing a fucking 18 year old. Like, can I grow up, please? I'm always going to be a child at heart. Peter Pan syndrome. I literally said that in a video once. Another thing that I want to have is a goal, which I feel like is totally doable and will just but like kind of also be gradual, is realizing my self-worth more. I put in kind of, what are those called? The little brackets. Why can't I think? Parentheses? No, that's the quotation. No, parentheses. That was right. Wow, I'm so shot. But yeah, I hopefully will just like kind of be a little bit more self-loving and just more like understanding and adapting and willing to work to understand myself and come from a place of empathy for myself like I do with other people. Because I think it's just like the way that I treat myself sometimes is just unfair. It's unfair. Like I'm really hard on myself and I'm so lenient with others and you know, and letting them do what they need to do. It's hard. I wish I gave myself that same leniency, but that also kind of goes like, I think with self-love comes self-worth. That's like the root of all of it, but that's not just something you develop overnight. Again, like that's like a year long goal, possibly like a lifetime goal. Another thing is taking better care of my body. Like that's definitely a huge goal for me. Like I was kind of talking about with my lungs and stuff. I want to like eat better and just, I don't know, give myself the right treatment that I deserve. And I think that's going to like help improve my mental health in the long run. Like walking every once in a while did wonders for me. And I think I like barely spent time outside recently. And that's why I feel like extra like garbage, you know, like no vitamin D at all. I at least have to start taking supplements, you know, if I'm not going to be nurturing my body in the way that I should, especially immune supplements. I don't even do that and drinking more water and hopefully just getting a little bit more active, doing more things that are like going to be better for my mental health. I really want to start like hiking. Maybe I'll bring MJ with me. But then I found out that white cats get sunburned more from you guys. So awesome. Think it would be black cats, but I makes no sense to me. Another thing is doing one piece of art every day, which is kind of what I was talking about with the journaling. Like if I could find a way to incorporate my art into that, I feel like that'd be sick. But I still have yet to master that. I don't know how I'd do that. Maybe just with like doodles and stuff, like a little watercolor, something that looks a little bit scrapbooky. I would love to scrapbook if I had the patience for that, but I really don't. I feel like I'd have to like, I don't know, do meth. How do people sit there for that long? Like that still? That feels like a lot. That feels like something I would probably like, I don't know, never be able to master. How do you sit still for that long? I don't get it. I don't get it. I could literally never. 
Another thing that I want to do is to finish another journal. That is definitely a goal of mine. Like I said, I finished one this year, but I want to finish another within this year. And I think I could totally do it if I just got a little bit better about journaling more often and like sticking to one. Like that's another bad habit I have of just like hopping from one journal hopping from one to the next before I even finish it. Like I said before, I'm a quitter. I believe in quitting. There's no shame in it. Do what you need to do to get by. And I I give up sometimes and particularly on journals. So I hope to get a little bit better about sticking to that, committing to something, even if it's not a relationship. Fuck that celibacy. Should have added that to my goals for 2023. And then lastly, <laughs> gain some, some in parentheses, self-control which easier said than done. Again, something that's a little bit more gradual takes time. But I think with a lot of practice, with great power comes responsibility. And with like a little bit of implementation, it's not impossible. I think it's just like, again, goes back to like reparenting. Like I have to teach myself to behave a certain way. Maybe I'll get like a rubber band and snap it against my wrist a bunch of times and hope for the best. But yeah, anyways, that was my most recent episode. That is like all that I have to say about the upcoming year. I'm really excited. And if you guys want to like give me any inspo for the new year, let me know what you guys are doing. I'd love to hear it. I'll probably make a video on this too on TikTok because I feel like it's an important topic. I kind of want to make another mood board or vision board. It was really inspiring for like the first month before I threw it out because I feel like no one ever sticks to their new year's goals. And like, how do you even, like, how do you appropriately do that? I guess like just staying on top of your shit, which I've never really been good at either. Thank you for listening to another episode of Cryptic and Unhinged with your host, Mary Kay Willis, also formerly known as Mary Jane Not Kate on TikTok. Might possibly come back, we might know, also known as The Blonde Girl and Mary Willis on TikTok. Make sure you follow those accounts to stay updated with me and my Instagram, Mary Willis, and my Snapchat, Mary Jane Not Kate. And if you're really interested, my Spotify is Mary Kate Willis as well. I cannot wait to talk to you guys more about more stuff. And while I'm not going to be filming people from home right now, it will eventually come in the future. And yeah, I hope you guys have a happy holiday season or already did. I don't know when this is going to go up, but we'll probably get into a little bit more about the holidays, I'm sure, when I get back. So yeah, love you all. See you next time. And we'll get cryptic soon. Very, very soon. Sooner than you think.